Happy 420. 420. Welcome to Stone Cold Murder. We are your hosts, Kai and B. Thanks for tuning in for Season 1, Episode 4. Just a PSA, if you are listening and have any information that you would like to share to help solve a crime, please go to www.crimestoppers.com. Let's welcome Jonas to the pod. Thanks for joining us today, Jonas. Thanks for having me, guys. Jonas makes dabs for a living. We have a professional stoner with us today. Yay! He's literally a professional stoner. Um, so today, we are setting a timer for every 7 minutes and 10 seconds to get high. Woo-hoo. <laughs> How are you today? I'm well, yourselves. Good. Good. You high? Always. <laughs> Perfect. It's like a baseline. You what? Like a baseline. Okay, it's really high. high, though. That's very hard to guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kai, you want to get us started? Yes. The story of the freeway phantom. Our story starts out today, April 25th of 1971, in Washington, D.C. 13-year-old Carol Sprinks walks to a 7-Eleven to get some items for her, her twin sister, and her older sister. Her older sister gave her $5 to go get some items that they needed and told her she could pick something out for herself while she was going. 7-Eleven was only four blocks away from their house, so they figured Carol would be fine just walking back by herself, and they thought nothing of it, so she went ahead and walked to 7-Eleven. She did make it to the corner store and got her items and started to walk back home. Uh, This was confirmed by the clerk at 7-Eleven who had seen her that day, and also Carol's mother who had seen her walking back home. So... We have confirmation she did at least make it back to the 7-Eleven. Are her mom's here walking back home? It's probably um, really close then. Yeah, I think she was like driving from somewhere. I couldn't like really find the details, but it was confirmed that she... Sorry, I was trying to figure out if you were able to see your kid. I, I don't know what Yeah, happens, from the 7-Eleven. Or they Something live on like... probably happens from here to there. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately it does. But yeah, I thought it was crazy that her mom like did see her before this happened. and It's pretty sad. Um, somewhere in between uh, the store and her home, was, she was abducted. Carol's body was found six days mm-hmm. later by a group of children playing an embankment off of the I-295 freeway. She was found in the same clothes she was wearing at the time of the abduction, except for her shoes were missing. The autopsy showed signs of strangulation, physical, and sexual assault had taken place. Wow. They also found, like, these little tiny green fibers all over her body. Uh, And they said it was possibly from a rug or a sweater. She died uh, two or three days prior to being found, so it's believed that she was alive for several days before being strangled to death. This, unfortunately, would be the first of a series of brutal kidnappings and murders of young black girls in D.C. Only two months later, the police would receive a call about a second body located in the same spot they found Carol in. This was the body of 16-year-old Darlena Johnson. She actually lived in the same neighborhood as Carol. She was walking to her job at the rec center on July 8th, but wasn't reported missing until the next day because her mom believed she was staying the night at a friend's house. So, she... I don't think she ever made it to work, but Mm. her mom just assumed that she was at her friend's house and didn't realize until the next day. Now, how old was the first girl, unfortunately? Uh, The first girl was 13. 
Okay, so okay, so it's not children. I mean, it's children, but it's not all under eighteen. Not small. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Um, yeah, so she assumed she was staying with a friend, so her she wasn't reported missing till the next day. She was found with her own clothes, except for her shoes again were missing. And it's noted in a lot of the research that I did that the police were actually notified several times about her body, Dang. but were hesitant to respond to That is so messed up. Yeah. It's from the 70s? Awful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, police were pretty shitty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, usually when someone reports a lifeless body, people are quick to respond. Yeah, that's you know, lack, unfortunately. A lot, of, a lot of the places in D.C., I mean, it's a large disparity. You have so many really wealthy people exactly. that don't actually live in D.C. They live in, like, Arlington, you know, yeah. across the border, um, Tyson Square, whatnot. But actual D.C. residents are predominantly black. Mm-hmm. And probably, that's actually a reason why D.C.'s applied for statehood. Mm-hmm. It's a big push against it because it's predominantly black demographic and you'd have you know a brownie black state with decimates voting rights when it comes to like senators as it would mm-hmm. montana or anywhere else so yeah yeah racism played a role right off the bat in this case and is one of the many reasons like what this particular reason is why a lot of people point to like shitty police work in general 100 percent because they couldn't even be bothered to be like do the bare minimum they the don't want to put the money or the effort into doing it yeah that's awful. Yeah, it's sad. Because of the delay in the police looking into these claims and actually <clears> locating <throat> the body, when they finally were able to do the autopsy, Darlena, her body was too decomposed. So they were not able to determine if she had been sexually assaulted or uh, if she was strangled either. So mm. it was just not good. In July, 10-year-old Brenda Crockett was sent to the store to get bread and dog food. Brenda never made it home from that trip. After a while, Brenda's mom started to get worried when she never came home. So she decided to go look for her and left their other, or her other daughter, uh, seven-year-old Bertha, home in case Brenda just came home later, you know? Um, while the mother was away, Bertha got a phone call from Brenda. And she told her sister that she was in Virginia and that a white man had snatched her up. Then Brenda told her sister that she, uh, that he had called a cab for her, and she was on her way home. About a half an hour after that, Bertha received a second phone call. This time, Brenda said, did you see my mother? And then after a brief pause, she said, we'll see you then. And then she, the phone went dead. Yeah, that would be an awful phone call to receive. They never received another phone call after that. And the next morning, the police found Brenda's body. She was found with her own clothes, but no shoes again. She was also both physically and sexually assaulted. And she was found with the same green fibers that was found on Carol. Yeah. So we just had our 710 timer. All right, let's smoke. Woof. How do you guys feel so far? I know it's heavy. Needing a little break. Yeah. Sounds like he's got a foot fetish. A foot Oh. Ooh. <coughs> that was something I never he, thought is he, of. Is he painting the toenails? Is there all summer? Is there any of that information? No, no. T- painted toenails. I mean, I don't know some serial killers like to collect trophies, but the feet, I don't know. It seems like there's a lot of area. It's definitely, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Part of the uh, 
It's a method, yeah. Yeah, methodology or whatever. Ooh, I really didn't think of a foot fetish. That is a good, <laughs> good thing right off the bat. I um, I wonder if they found anything else with the feet. Was there any, like, jumping ahead, <laughs> any, like, mention of a collection of shoes or no display or anything? No, and unfortunately, like a lot of, like all of the cases we cover here, it's wait, wait, unsolved. It's unsolved so. Yeah, so you. So there's definitely a guy know. out there that's got his like absolute shrine, probably full of sh- just women's shoes and other weird pieces. Yeah, yeah, you hate the thought of that. In October, twelve-year-old N- Nemoshima Yates disappeared walking home from the grocery store. This time, Nemoshima was found murdered only two hours after going missing. Her body was still warm to the touch when they found her. It was quick. Wow. She was found wearing her own clothes, except for her shoes, and green fibers were again found on her. So he's rolling up in a green rug or something. Or difference. maybe green fibers in his car. Oh, Perhaps, or he in a weird See, I just don't see I, I feel like it's got to be something he's probably got, like, a green rug in the back that's just, like... Or he loves just I mean, a green sweater. <laughs> he it, loves a green sweater. I feel like <laughs> the rug is the easy, like, is the historical like like I'll put a body in here and this a rug you know. yeah a rug is a and he just keeps using it the same rug Ew. I don't know how a rug is your choice they're expensive <laughs> it's an expensive move there. Expensive. as someone who loves interior design I like the shape thing I don't think price comes into it I think it's the shape it's, it's the like, body shape and it's used to being lumpy. Have you yeah. been rug shopping though? I've watched a lot of Sopranos <laughs> so like it's a fancy it's expensive. Yeah, but it's, it's, <laughs> I've watched a lot of Sopranos. Maybe, maybe, maybe he murdered for the rug, and that's free. It's all it's all Matt. He's in black here. You know what would be interesting yeah, is a murderer it. that like wraps people up in like minky blankets. <laughs> Ew. No, that's like bloody. bloody. Yeah, bloody. Easy. That would be crunchy after a while. Like, <laughs> Ew. I'm just saying it would be a funny choice. You know. Yeah, it would be the rug. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get the rug, though. <laughs> I'm saying plastic all the way, honey. Yeah. It'll yeah, so contain like, that blood. Yeah, and it was like, have this see-through, this like plastic body. No, hefty, 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 hefty bag. <laughs> what are you talking Black about? Plastic. Little plug right there. Yes. Hefty if you're looking for someone to sponsor. <laughs> hefty bags. <laughs> what do you need to get rid of a body? Hefty supports disposing of bodies. <laughs> I was just going to say, well, what if they're, like, really green about the earth? Like, a yeah. plastic bag is a terrible choice. Do you see, even love see, your planet? This guy's, right. this guy's green. He's reusing the same green rug over and over again. Everybody's blood's just <laughs> he's making he's, he, he's not wasting plastic it's bags. It's stinky. It's smelly. It's crunchy no, back no, he's, there. He's, he's, clean, he's cleaning it. that rug. Well, he's cleaning it. He's, Ew. St- he's stealing the shoes. He's cleaning the rug. If somebody this is willing no, to do this, this guy's stuff. neurotic. <laughs> when they find his house, it's probably immaculately clean, except for the rug. No, he cleans the rug too. He takes it home and he cleans it. Steam cleans it every night. Every Ew. time. That's a lot of work. There's got to be something a lot of work wrong. Not to get caught as a serial killer too. So <laughs> like, he's clearly put in the work. True. He's a mess, anyways. Could you own a steam cleaner back then? <laughs> <laughs> Is it 70? No, you see, he probably had... like you to rent he, that. He probably had some, like, just hardcore cleaning chemicals that are illegal in this country now. And he's, like, sitting there in There's his driveway, 
puts it on his rug cool. and spraying it with a hose. Agent Orange on the yeah. neighbors are like, wow, there's a lot of accidents in that house. This guy keeps cleaning. He keeps <laughs> Somebody smells. keeps pooping on their floor. They're constantly like bringing blood the rug out. There's blood and shit everywhere. <laughs> it's gross. I say the last thing you do when you die shit your pants. They probably have some show now. Oh, man. Oh, that's really sad. <laughs> that's not. <laughs> All right. All right, we've joked way too much about oh, death. It's not even close. <laughs> how much more you got? <laughs> I don't know how much is on that timer. No, no, no I'm talking about the show. Like, oh, we've got 15 pages still. How many pages are you done? Three. Oh, yeah. I got lots of jokes. <clears throat> oh, no. This is not disrespectful to any person that passed away. I just think We're, things are funny. We more so like to make fun of the murderer. Yeah, yeah. Why did the situation? It's unfortunate that anyone lost their life. (laughs) Yucky, I say yucky. I will make fun of any fucking weirdo, though. He's yucky. Slimy balls. (laughs) Slimy balls. (laughs) Slimy balls. No balls. No balls. Okay. Up until this point, the police were denying the fact that these cases were connected in any way. Yeah, if you're in D.C., you can't, like, be like, oh, yeah, we got a serial killer, like... (laughs) President's probably freaking out. Like you gotta sweep that shit under the rug. Everyone's perception. Yeah, but he always does that. You know how it goes. Congress would freak out later. Like, oh, we got serial murderer out here. You know. Yep. I know it hasn't been um, really shared in this, but uh-huh. are all of these poor girls all girls poor. of color? Yeah. Yes. So that of course the government wasn't gonna say anything back then. Now it was a little white girl. We covered the John Manning Ramsey case, and yet the police did do terrible police work. <laughs> There was attention there immediately. There was fucking <laughs> attention, absolutely. Yeah. Immediately. Mm-hmm. I know so. that definitely in D.C. they try to, you know, you don't bring as much light to the crime rate because it definitely just reflects so negative on everything, but... Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But after four girls go missing in a similar manner and a similar cause of death, you can't really deny that after a while. They finally had to admit that the cases were, in fact, connected... Mm. And that they were dealing with a serial killer. What they named the killer? I didn't say that at the beginning. No. <gasps> I'm a stoner. <laughs> what? So uh, what? This is the episode of the Freeway Phantom. <laughs> His wanted. name is the Freeway Phantom. <laughs> That's such a '70s name. Are the bodies like close to the freeway? Like yes, right they were the found on. I mean, off 295. Were they on the highway or off the highway? Right off the highway. In the embankment. Jonas has this little jar of peanut butter over here. (laughs) Over the dabs. (laughs) (laughs) Peanut butter dabs. They finally had to admit the fact that they were dealing with a serial killer. Dun, dun, dun. All right. The fifth victim, Brenda Woodward. Another poor child mm-hmm. named Brenda. How old, how old is Brenda? Uh, this one doesn't say. We don't really know on this one. What's this like? I mean, they're all, all under awful, 18. You go, from like 10, you go from like 13 to 16 to 10, it seems like he's just all over the place. And he's just very yeah. Usually they have like a young, black, like, yeah. mm-hmm. I guess it's not like toddler, infant, you know, it's definitely just like. But these Girl. are all girls that are vulnerable, though, that he can get easier yeah. access to. Because yeah. they could have, younger girls are more likely to be with, with their the mother. With a parent, this part, yeah. some, mm-hmm. some point of independence and stuff like that, and freedom. Mm-hmm. He's, exactly. like, preying on girls that 
are getting just gracious walking. with their mom exactly. or coming out from school or something. Yeah, most of these girls are going to the store I remember back or in the day, for their parents. And that was very my, common back my then. My parents said you could yeah. run to the store and like, hey, my mom says she needs cigarettes and eggs and you could go get cigarettes and eggs mm-hmm. for your parents. Oh, yeah. I remember walking to the corner store by myself. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. did way more than just walking to the corner store when I was a kid. We used to hide in whole neighborhoods. Yeah. I the whole and open spaces like, behind the old house. That's Dude. fine. So the university. That went all the way up to Boulder. From my house. That's right. The university of my hometown has steam tunnels, and me and my friends would run around the steam tunnels. I'm not safe. Not safe. Not safe at all. Um, I think Brenda was like 16 or 17. So, the fifth victim, Brenda Woodward, went missing six weeks later. So sorry, when did the first murder happen? The first murder (coughs) happened... April 25th of 1971. And when did this one happen? This one is... Well, six weeks after the fourth one. Which the fourth one was October 12th. 71? Yes. Man, this guy is fucking active. He, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He is uh, every two months, every He's month and a half. getting it, yeah. It's awful. <coughs> um, uh, so this guy... I mean, yeah, how many yeah. victims do we get to? Like, I mean, spoiler, like, we get north of 20... Like, I think there's six total. So he has to die right at prison. There's no way you cool down and go from that to like. Just nothing at all. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean. Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. What yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> six weeks later, on her way home from having dinner with a friend from school, she got on a city bus at 11 p.m., and her body was found the next morning, November 15th. She had been stabbed and strangled to death. And unlike the other victim, she was still wearing her shoes. And she was found with a jacket over her chest. But she was the first oh. one who was found stabbed, too, right? She was the first and only victim that was stabbed. Wow. So clearly something went wrong. She wasn't able to, like, complete his method and get the shoes. So he had to, like, yes. absorb the stab. So it probably was very, like, rushed. Yes. And police also found a note in Brenda's pocket left by the killer. The note read, This is a tantamount. To my insensitivity to people, especially women. I will omit the others when you catch me, if you can. Signed, the Freeway Phantom. Oh, named himself? I think they had I already named him names before names that. Oh, okay. But he was, like, really playing into the fact that they were named. So there was some, like, I'm guessing, newspaper coverage or something. A little if bit. he had received yeah. a name. Okay, but not After they had admit, admitted, after the fourth yeah. victim, that there was an actual serial killer, they had got a little bit of... Um, so you now, know, coverage. So now yeah. he says women. He didn't say black women or anything. I think one of two things are and possible. One, it could be everyone's opportunistic crime, and because he is hunting in D.C. and it is predominantly you know black population, that is yeah. the reason why he is murdering so many black women. Um, sorry, black children. That's awful that I say women. There are children. Yeah. Um, it's he you know refers to women as a part of this like hatred and stuff is. It is, is it possible that he murdered other people yeah. outside of the D.C. metro area that happened to be white and yeah. maybe didn't fall in this category because he didn't see the... It's ca- almost making me wonder, though, if he... Well, he would have known that a 10-year-old was young and a 13-year-old, but I could see maybe mistaking a 16-year-old for a woman. Yeah. So that's... It just seems weird that he said women. That's why I... Yeah. If you out. look at the picture of these girls that were murdered... They're very much girls. They're very much children. They're looking the, young. Okay. Um, this girl, um, Brenda Woodward, who mm-hmm. is 
stabbed was definitely the most older looking oh, out of okay. the children or out of the girls that were murdered and she was the only one that was stabbed and she had a note in her pocket about the hatred of women so I thought, thought that was interesting too because she was the only one with the extra violence Could she had her shoes still like I don't know well then maybe it's a different were, were, there, were there green fibers found on her yes okay. that was my next do you <laughs> think he's killing young girls because he doesn't want them to become women Oh, Ooh, maybe that's, that's a perspective I didn't think of. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Like he's before. Yeah, he's trying to quote unquote take care of the problem before yeah. it becomes a problem. That's I think a, yeah, interesting. That's probably probably true yeah. right, well, because it's probably more some kind of rejection or scorn he's received at some point. Mm-hmm. And he views that all women are destined to do that to men at some point. Mm-hmm. Which Whether happens it was quite a often. Mother yeah. or a teacher or, or a yeah. wife. Yeah. And it was actually believed that Brenda wrote the note herself what? before being strangled because well, it was in her handwriting. He, he oh made her. Goodness. He made the previous girl make phone calls, so like yeah. it be out of the question. But that. this was in the interesting part. Like when they analyzed her handwriting, they determined she was not under distress when writing it. So yeah. they thought maybe she knew her killer. Thought they were playing some kind of game or something. How do you determine if somebody's in under distress? Okay, the handwriting is very like how things go. I think they say it starts leaning more and it's like hard and hard. Yeah, Yeah. and I'm sure you're writing really like aggressively. I feel like it'd be harder to gather the correct like data on nowadays unless it came from a school because. I mean, we don't write as often as they did in 1970. That's yeah. the primary. You know, you write a letter, a postcard, or whatnot. Yeah. So there's probably hundreds, if not thousands, of documents or evidence that you can compare it with. After her death, the killing stopped and started up again after 10 <clears throat> months. So it stopped for a whole 10 months, and then it started up again. Police found the body of a, the sixth and final vic- known victim of the Freeway Phantom on September 5th, 1972. 17-year-old Diane Williams was found laying on the side of the freeway only a few hours after she had been visiting her boyfriend and was seen getting on a bus near his home. She was found in her own clothes. Her shoes were missing, just like the other victims. William Harper, the aunt of Diane Williams, said, We were devastated. At first, it didn't register in my head that she was really dead, but then the reality soon hit home. Harper, her aunt founded the Freeway Phantom organization. This supports the family and friends of members of murder victims. The family of the six girls are also supported and help each other through this hard time. Mary Woodward, Brenda's mother, said, at first I couldn't talk to anyone or even look at pictures. People say that they know what you're going through, but unless you've actually experienced the tragedy, you really don't know. Sharing with someone who's gone through the same thing really helped me deal better. Uh, the Freeway Phantom case remains open, and the Freeway Phantom organization can, continues to draw attention to unsolved murders and support the family of victims. So is there, like, any, like, description or any, like, police, like, hey, we think we're looking for a male age 25 to 45. Oh, you're going like, to get so pissed when I get to this cool. next spot. <laughs> Just wait. You're going to get mad? Yeah, you're going to get, yeah, gonna was, get uh, mad. I might not have paid attention, but was this guy leaving DNA behind at all these, like, scenes? Yes. Cool. Sexual... Um, so you know, like semen, and uh, some of the bodies had like hair and stuff on mm. them. Cool. Um, but 
this is gonna be great when you find the rest of this. <laughs> um, let me finish this though. Uh, the Freeway Phantom case remains open and the Freeway Phantom organization continues to draw attention to unsolved murders and support the families of victims. It's a two-way street, Harper said. In a 1987 interview, the police can't do it all by themselves. Members of the community have to consider it important enough to get involved and see that these murders are put to a stop. Wow, that's uh, really amazing that they took such a bad situation and turned it into something that could potentially help others. Yeah, because this would... The way they handled this, and we'll find out here in a minute, would really piss me off. (laughs) And I would not be so kind. Yeah, right. They definitely chose the highway, didn't they? Yes. It was very, like, the bigger person of them to do so. The police were completely stumped through all of this and had absolutely no leads in the case, and the case was eventually turned over to the FBI in 1974. As the years passed, the Freeway Phantom investigation has remained open. And are you guys ready for this? This is where you're going to get mad. In 2009, D.C. police admitted that they had lost the case file. What? All evidence from the crimes, including possible DNA from the Freeway Phantom, is completely gone. Oh my gosh. Detective Jim Tamram was quoted saying, Maybe it's over there in a box somewhere and we haven't (gasps) stumbled across it. Who knows? Wow, so sensitive. Wow. So lovely of him for these children. Classy. I'm sorry, but this is like the, the most outrageous quote that I've ever heard anybody say. And it makes me, it's like so fucking nonchalant mm-hmm. about like losing murder evidence. And these were like murdered children, nonetheless. Yeah. I don't know, maybe it's in a box over there and we haven't found it. Look, 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 I'm not saying defund the police, but we should probably not have people like that mm-hmm. be police officers. If that is the wrong way to look at all of that. And it just pisses me off. You know, initially I was looking yeah. at his name as you're reading. So I was like, I wonder how you pronounce that. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care how we pronounce it. <laughs> you call him, stuff. yeah, poop face. Jim Poop Face. <laughs> the meanest yeah. thing that we could call each other as children. Poop face. Jim Poop Head. <laughs> That's what Diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I get like shit happens sometimes and you lose stuff, but it didn't um, really seem like you cared about it from the yeah. start. Yeah. And if you lose evidence, why did you say it that way? Rude. It's oh, like would he just be blatant disregarding you, you complete have at least, lack like, of empathy. Sold it, like having some like you know, Yeah, some empathy. Some, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm like, sorry. Like, sorry, this is absolutely unacceptable. Well, I mean, this is the case, this is what happened. Like Yeah. Just say something like that and be like, Oh, we haven't looked everywhere. Yeah, we're we're not <laughs> we still got some places to look. We're not, I have to. We're not fixing to. <laughs> I can't do that. I thought about it. I got some ideas. Just me being like growing up younger now, so like this is what I'm used to, but that seems like a very fireable offense. So like, yeah, why you're so nonchalant about? Ah, I don't know where this. Yeah, we is. lost it. Seriously, yeah, yeah. people like, have lost like jobs that are way less important exactly. for having that attitude. Yeah. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, it's just murder. Is this a job? Well, I was about to ask this was a small okay. town, but no, it's D.C. Like, D.C. This makes no sense. No, it's, it's what's, disgusting. What's the, what's the average salary of a D.C. cop? Um, <laughs> tell us. Let us know here. Because Jim didn't deserve it. Let me um, tell you. I just have to say, Jim. <laughs> In 70 what? 71, too? 71. I, I don't like think Jim months. would appreciate that if it was his family members. No, that's the thing. It's like these people. No, this guy said that in 2009, like okay. though. He said that in 2009. 
They act yeah, like it's so okay. They lost this in 2009? This was a quote from 2009. The quote was from 2009. Yeah. Isn't that even the 70s? Yeah, it's Does like this guy still have a job like this guy? We knew yeah. things. Oh, man. <laughs> yes, if you want to look him this up, his nuts. name is Jim Pee Pee Poo Poo. <laughs> <laughs> I suck. At my job, yeah, yeah he's probably making like $55,000. And if he's like speaking to the, to the media, he's probably making more than that. So he's probably making like north of like seven between 70 to 100k to, to lose murder. Well, evidence. He's, not, he's not the only person <laughs> responsible for losing no, it, of course, but not. you can at least Here. Yeah. publicly make a statement that at least expresses some kind of empathy and doesn't make you look like a fucking ass. Clown. We could literally yeah. read about Christ. this kind of stuff all day Ooh, long. It made me so mad. I was all day like, long. Ooh, you're an asshole. I just want to. Yeah. I wonder if he stormed mm. the Capitol. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> uh, some detectives did continue to investigate and, and attempted to rebuild the files, but. Yeah, I mean, well, you can't be not built. much I mean, you can really do for it. You can't make up. Lack of DNA. You know? Yeah, you really can't. You can't. Like can't make up shit. And if you did, that's like literally too how wrong, people end up going in jail right, for like yeah. the West Memphis 3 case, which we'll cover eventually. Because <laughs> I bring it up every fucking episode for some reason. <laughs> I'm just blown away by this. It blows There's my mind. There's not like an organization thing that you do for evidence. Like you don't keep it in some kind of box or... Well, it makes you wonder. Well, 2009, no, absolutely. And yeah, you don't have, know when this they is lost zero, it. This is zero evidence, but it makes me think that like there's some sort of inside job that got rid of this shit. Yes, yeah, so like a family member say. was involved. <coughs> exactly. That's yeah, what or the guy yeah. was a cop and he was yes. like, yeah. Could do it himself. Well, that would make a lot of sense because, you know, probably at least at that point, there's at least some like, oh, the cop's a good person, guy helps out in the community, blah, 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 blah. And it could be very easy to talk someone in the car and probably get them to do things that maybe outwardly would seem weird. But then, like, oh, I know it's a cop. This is no. Sorry, I'm, 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 sorry, I'm spitballing here after your yeah. idea. But. It's funny, Jay blamed the cops the last episode. <laughs> he was like, the cop did it. I mean, he was on the fire. All right, so I'm, I mean, <laughs> there's no more cases with the same exact MO, right? Um, not that they've connected. So, unless to this it's in case. another city. Or he changes his MO because he's Which could, very he aware very well of the changed. heat and traffic on himself. Yeah. I mean, it was the 70s, so he could have moved into a different state and gotten away he's with the same Baltimore. type of murders and just, like, never been connected because those things don't really get connected very easy back then. Mm-hmm. We've seen that a few times. He could be a, he, could be a trucker. We've seen that before, too. Yeah, it would be in there first. That many months would be odd. Well, I mean, no, he, no, he, well, he knocked it out real quick, so think about it. Like, especially on the eastern seaboard, you could be a trucker and you could hit D.C., Baltimore, Philly, and potentially even New York in some runs. Like, that's that area is not that far from away from each other. So, like, you could hit, like, five major cities in a 10-hour, you know, two-day, you know, whatever kind of loop or make a week runs and stuff. Yeah. So, like, it'd be very possible to make runs and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I it, mean, the, totally. Very come and go lifestyle, very easy to just... Maybe he's got that green carpet in the back of his truck. Yeah. What color green was it? Do we have a shade green? Do I have like a. He didn't say. I'm hue? imagining like a puke green. I'm imagining like. Because it's the 70s. Yeah. I'm imagining like, like that shag carpet. But green. that really bright green for the fake turf that they. I'd say putting put. green. That putting green, green is the exact color I was thinking of. Yeah. yeah. Like putt putt. 
Totally. Yes. Yeah. Almost lime, like a dark lime. Green. Like it's definitely it's made out of plastic. Bright. Yeah. You. A lot of yellowing. Lots of yellow hues. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you guys just segued into the theories because that's what we're getting into now. We I only got two segues. theories. We love a good segue. We love a segue. Do we hit, do we hit both yes, the theories or is there a theory we didn't hit yet? Um, these theories are interesting. I don't know if any... I mean, the second one kind of has meat for me. The first one is kind of meh. Uh, this is my favorite part of the show every time they get into the theories because it gets your mind going. Because you're, you're already doing that. You're thinking about what could be. And sometimes the theories line up with your thoughts. Uh-huh. And like you're the like, John Benet Ramsey Are theory. we like one brain? Are we one right now? Are we one? <laughs> All right. Number one, we have the Green Vega Rapists. Uh, this was a gang, and members of this gang were responsible for many rapes and abductions that occurred in the Washington, D.C. and surrounding Maryland vicinities. Also, we're smoking again because the timer went off, but we didn't say it. The Green Vega gang members were individually interviewed by homicide detectives uh, Thickerling, Arving, and Richardson in Virginia. The gang members were serving sentences there at the time. And during these interviews, one of the gang members initially implicated another gang member. Ooh. uh, Who he said told him he was involved and gave information as to one of the homicides. The Beltway homicides. Uh, This particular inmate was also serving a sentence at Lorton Prison for the Green Vega uh, Commission. L-O-R-T-O-N. Sorry, I said Loudon's right up there. Oh. Yeah, it's Lorton. Lorton? I think it's Lorton. A lot of names around Virginia are kind of weird to say sometimes and yeah. don't come off phonetically. Yeah. The inmate only agreed that he would provide information if he could remain unidentified. He wanted to be anonymous. They agreed, and he identified the man who gave him the information. And the date, location of the crime, and details that were not provided to the public. The inmate who provided the information said he was not involved in the homicide, and he provided an alibi which was found to be solid. Mm. Yeah, no. During this period, an election was being held in Maryland, and one of the candidates who publicly announced to the press that a break in the case had occurred in the Freeway Phantom investigation. Wow. And provided an inmate at that Lorton prison had given him information after he asked me unidentified. After that announcement was made, the inmate who provided the information declined any further interviews and denied that he had ever provided the information. So, that's all we have about that That's one. wild. Yeah. <laughs> and seems that is, like, plausible, though. It seems very plausible. But also... But kind of a generic one, yeah. too. It's like, like people that's... always blame the friend or whatever. Yeah. Sometimes it's true, though. <laughs> well, that's why it seems generically. It's yeah. that happens. No, no, it does were, actually Were the rest of these <laughs> yeah, uh, Vegas guys, were they raping children as well? Or were the other rapes, like, uh, actually women? Or, uh, I mean, rape is terrible, but it's obviously yeah. a lot worse to be a child unless you're fucking children. Yeah. You haven't even started your life. Yeah. yeah. Um, it doesn't say. Sorry, I'm just trying to make sure if this is like out of left field or if this like mm-hmm. is in line with like their previous crimes. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. Well, they abduct, abducted and raped people, so. Did they steal these shoes? 
<laughs> it doesn't say shoes. There seems to be a very like the black. shoe is very Man. particular. I if think. they didn't test for mercy, see, I have a conflicting thing. I feel like I make a great detective. I do believe a lot of police officers are bad. Fuck, I'd be really bad. <laughs> You'd be the best. But fuck, I'd be. Bad. Well, I, I think I'm a lot of just comes up like, what about this guy? What about this question? What about this? What about this? You sit there and yeah. you smoke a joint while you're like, questioning them. With that face. Beard. Look at yeah. look at that. He looks That's a thinking face. I feel right like there. I'm being interrogated right now. <laughs> Someone told me with these glasses they call me a coal eater. It's like I feel like I believe anything you say. It's powerful. That's why your grandfather wore those for so long. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh my god. My grandfather is a cult leader. <laughs> <laughs> Just the grandfather is a ha, Pentecostal ha, ha. pastor. Now, <laughs> now, their aunt, she may be a cult leader. And I, I, I'm leaning no, towards the maybe. We don't mean that. And you know who you are. <laughs> you know who you are because you know it's true. <laughs> Just kidding. She will not be listening to you. She, 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 she does not know what podcast is. Are we podcast too? Yeah, no. <laughs> you, don't, you don't share that one with that one. No. You guys ready for number two? Yeah. Robert Adkins. <laughs> this guy is a real fucking shithead. How do you spell it, Adkins? A A D K I N S. It's A T K I N S. Okay. Adkins. Like the di- like the diet. Like the diet. Gotcha. In March 1997, 58 year old computer technician Robert oh. Elwood Adkins. Hold up. Computer yeah. technician. What did that entail in 1977? Hey. Right? <laughs> this is 1997, right? 1977. Yeah, I didn't mean 1997. Yeah, 70. I'm sorry. 77. Yeah, no, you said 97. But still, what would that entail? Like, computers are so Coding, new. maybe? Yeah. Uh, anyways, go ahead. Coding? Terrible. It'd be like those giant... They're like green screen. Whole wall is a fucking computer, yeah. <laughs> Hating your life the whole time. <laughs> no, they probably loved it because they were like, like one new. of four people yeah. in the world. Right. They were probably super geniuses and like, super. I'm so smart. Super duper smart. I work on this big ass computer. People didn't think that that was so cool though. I mean, I'm gonna throw this out there. That guy, he was definitely this guy not, not cool. Zero, no. zero chance he was that guy. He no definitely buys hookers. No buddy. He definitely. He's cool. <laughs> This guy, if he if he's not married, if he's not a married man, he buys hookers. Yeah, he's gross. He was charged with abducting and raping a twenty four year old woman inside it inside his Washington DC home. After being arrested for homicide, oh, wow. Detective Lloyd Davis proceeded to question Atkins and learned that he had been charged with murder on several previous occasions. Several and he was out of jail. How do you get charged with several? And then nothing. Murder. Ha- like several murders? Back in the day, you get charged with murder and you get like yeah, seven like, years. <laughs> silly boy. Why'd you murder him? Don't do that again. Naughty, naughty. You can be in jail for two days. So he started his murdering in 1938. Yeah. On Jeez. December. In December. Uh, December oh. 28th, 1938. Oh, 38. Oh, yeah. You definitely get like six months for murder. 
Yeah. Atkins. Yeah, but well, I felt like that was the time that you got really, like, they brought down no. the hammer. No. I mean, it's for situa- certain people, yeah. yeah. Totally. For certain people. I'm sure it's situational. This guy is probably white. His last name is Atkins. So uh, he did all these murders and still found time to figure out how to like, work on a computer? Yeah, you're probably right about the cleaning thing. Yeah. Like this guy could, checks out with the cleaning oh, theory. Oh, theory. <laughs> okay. I'm just thinking like a Dexter character, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, criminal Minds, like yeah. one of those guys that's like cleaning everything in his house and everything. Very particular. Like, yeah. So tell us what happened on December 28th, 1938. A 19-year-old student and member of the science club at Miners Teachers College, he served a cyanide-laced whiskey to five prostitutes at a brothel. I told you, prostitutes. Resulting in the death of 31-year-old Ruth McDonald on December 30th. So he killed a 19-year-old student and laced five drinks for five different prostitutes. Was cyanide? With cyanide, Yeah. Yeah, see, he's not the murderer because he's like, you don't evolve well, into like strangling and like. Well, on December, or two days later, he stabbed to death another prostitute, 26 year old Elizabeth Johnson, at the same location. Wow. Atkins declared to police that he was a woman hater and was placed under mental observation at Washington, D.C.'s Gallagher Hospital. While he was there, he broke free of his restraints and assaulted three orderlies. With a chair before being subdued. Jeez. Yeah, this guy was a wild dude. In April 1939, Atkins was found criminally insane and committed to St. Elizabeth's Hospital. Five months after being released in April of 1952, Atkins strangled 42-year-old like Laura Cook to death. It's been like 12 years. Yeah. But then he yeah, strangled it, someone. Yeah, so like, for reference, like that hospital back then, they, they weren't actually doing treatments. They were like... Shocking him and giving him lobotomies and giving him like yeah. crazy yeah. medications. Giving him a bunch of drugs. Oh. And we stuff. had a, yeah. a. We should look into it, but there's a fucked up sanitarium in my hometown, St. Albans, that was, was an Indian barrow ground where there was a Civil War battle where they built a boys' school that got turned into an insane asylum. <laughs> and a bunch of kids got the busted at the boys' school. It's a that. fucked up. It's a scary Awful. building. Super it's a haunted. bad place right there. Super haunted. Yeah, they were. Yeah, I'm sure they're getting the great care there. Yeah. Oof. So you said stabbed? Yeah. Uh, no. Five months after being released in April of 1952, Atkins strangled 42-year-old Laura Cook <clears throat> to death. Okay, so that that's how you progress the strangling. So you uh-huh. spent the last 12 years of your life getting like shocked and probed and fucking lobotomized and tortured. So yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You just you start crazy. Waste- Anytime. No, it was immediately. As soon as he got out of prison. Yeah, Yeah. I'm sure, like, the. I mean, they probably didn't give him any, like, aftercare or any, like. Because, again, they didn't give him any real therapy or anything that, like, taught him how to, like, deal with anything. They taught him, like, we're here, pain, here's this, you know. It's it's exactly the terms he had. They wanted to turn them into, like. And once you're done. Yeah, they they thought you could, could, like, either remove the part of the brain through lobotomy. Uh-huh. Or you could or shut reset it through like again like shocking or yeah. whatever you know probably some get my ass torture shit some CIA Iraq torture shit yeah well and back when they would say they were gonna reset your brain meant they were gonna fry your brain yeah. and you wouldn't remember anything and, that makes that. sense so he's already he, he definitely has part of the brain where he's like 
very prone to anger and very prone to violence. So yeah. That part probably just got engorged and absolutely like everything else, reason, logic out the window. He's yeah, yeah, super violent. How many more people did he assault? Well, here you go. He was indicted for Laura's murder in 1954, <clears throat> accused of several other assaults of similar circumstance, and then retried for the 1938 murder. Wow. It was determined that he was sane upon committing these acts. He tried to claim that he intended to drink the cyanide himself, planning like a suicide. He was convicted of the second-degree murder and sentenced to 20 years to life. Unfortunately, (coughs) though, this conviction was overturned in 1958. In 1978, he was convicted of rape. His home was searched by the police in connection with the freeway phantom murder. Wow. Four documents were found in his home and in his desk drawer in which the judge had used the word tantamount, an uncommon word that had appeared in the note. That is very interesting. Yeah, that the killer left in Brenda Woodward's pocket. So did we ever find any information? Did he take shoes of any of these people he murdered? They didn't say if he did. It wasn't like enough information that they actually put it in any of the research that I was looking at. But colleagues at the National Science Foundation, where Atkins was employed, reported that Tantamont... Tantamont? Tantamount. Tantamount. Like Paramount? Like Paramount? Tantamount. was a word that he frequently used in his speech. Hmm. Not one that I will frequently use. <laughs> I feel like that was like his... Go to words. Yeah, People will think I'm smart. I'm if smart. I say, if I were using talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so funny. <laughs> a search warrant was eventually obtained, and investigators dug through Atkins' backyard. No physical evidence was ever obtained, obtained, and Atkins was never charged in connection with the Freeway Phantom killing. Atkins was convicted and remained in prison for. For two D.C. area abductions and rapes in the mid-70s until he died in federal prison uh, in April April 30th, 2010, at age of 91. All right, so that's a couple questions. Sure. Well, first off, were any of the people he killed earlier black? Was he, did he always live in D.C.? I don't know. <laughs> I only like I didn't like research a whole bunch into him because it was just like a theory. So I I just want to know like and they if these like murders happened in a different him. area where he grew up, then eventually he moved to the D.C. area. Maybe I can do then just the, a then those murders kind of like coincided around that time because then that actually makes I think that's actually the most plausible now because you say he gets arrested in 1978 in connection with these murders and abductions. And he ends yeah. up dying in federal prison. That makes sense because they stopped. Because someone doesn't stop. You yeah, don't, you don't just stop. You change. No, you never just stop. So that adds some plausibility there. Um, but again, they don't have any DNA evidence to compare against no, his because they lost it. They lost it. So before his death, he had been contacted by both Davis and the press regarding the Freeway Phantom slings. He denied any role in them, adding that he did not have. The depravity of mind required to commit any of these crimes. Wow. Even though he committed many other murders and He's not rape, this depraved. And abductions, he just wasn't that depraved. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. What's y'all's thoughts on this one? The only reason why I have I don't think it was him is because I feel like 
Oh, you don't think it's him now? I don't know. It's tough because I, I feel like the, the stories about the murder at first, it seemed like everything was so planned and calculated with mm-hmm. like the carpet and everything. That's and true. Everything about this guy's murder seems like he's absolutely this crazy and violent mm-hmm. and just like reacts in the moment. You know? Yeah. That's so that's true. the only reason why I have any doubt. The only reason I thought it's him is because, you know, obviously he was in jail and then you know, the murder stopped, but how many people else went to jail at the same time? You know? Yeah. Um, Hmm. Yeah, it's well, a sad one. We obviously, we'll never know. That was awful. Yeah. My condolences to the uh, families of the victims. Yeah. Luckily, they still have the foundation still going for Good. families that are like impacted by these kind of crimes and tragedies. Tragedies. Um, organization is called the Freely Phantom organization anybody ever needs to like reach out and get help it's always available for anybody I'm sure they probably appreciate donations as well yeah, absolutely anybody could alright anybody else have any closing thoughts on this case um, with the two theories I'm actually having a hard time deciding which one I think it actually is the yeah. first one was very thought out like, it, like I told you I think it sounds generic yeah which definitely means it's plausible. But there's just something unique about that second one that just feels... I know that doesn't match perfectly, but in a way it kind of seems like it does. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm looking at the pictures of all the victims. They all look like absolute children. Yeah, they're yeah. babies. They're that little is babies. so sad. Yeah, none of them... Like, yeah, it, it's not like he was going looking for women. He was looking for girls. What was the guy's name again? Marie Adkins. So sad. I know. They're so beautiful. Beautiful babies. It's really sad. They didn't deserve it. No. Anybody have like... Oh, he looks gross. Oh my god. Have you seen what he looks like? No. This is like when he got arrested in the 90s. Like he looks gross. Oh my god. No, he did it. He did it with that face alone. Yeah. What a he has no eyebrows. Boss. He did it. <laughs> he has no eyebrows. Kill him. <laughs> yeah, he looks fucking disgusting. How dare he walk out in public? Have, like he doesn't that. have eyebrows. <laughs> I will say the girl he murdered also looks like a child. Aww. I mean, that, Aww. again, but young mother, 19, was she 19 Aww. or something at that point? Yeah. yeah 19 or 30 or so, that's still a child. I mean, I mean, he mur- murdered multiple people, too. I know, but I'm saying the first one. This is a historian connection to when he got charged back. Uh, when he was, you know... Yeah. Found not criminally insane. Yes, very sad. Anybody else have any closing thoughts? Yeah, maybe we should audit our police and see how effective they are solving cases before we give out more money. <laughs> like, I feel like you have to be hitting better than, like, baseball percentages. Like, I feel like at least 50%. Like, you gotta be higher than 50%. If you're under fifty percent on any of your category on solving cases, yeah. like maybe you like Something gotta cut somebody. To you gotta cut somebody. Yeah, find yeah. And as we'll this. see, all of these cases are unsolved. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I'm not saying like all of them can be solved. Some of these people do plan out like unfortunately well and they will always get away with you know, mm-hmm. they'll always it just this in particular feels like maybe it could have been solved if yeah. people would have done their job. Complete negligence here. And 
if the evidence wasn't lost, we can at least rule out these exactly. two. Exactly. Yep. You know, theories we could have. Yep. But we'll never be able to. So. All right. Well, thank you for being on the pod today, Jonas. Welcome. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah. It's time for bed. Yeah. Thanks for bringing your hash, double bear hash. We've been smoking on. Yeah, yeah, get up at 4.20 to go make some more of it tomorrow. To smoke one. <laughs> All right, until next time, stay high, be safe, and thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.